Welcome to Women in the Industry, the podcast. Vayner's women-led podcast by and for women. Our purpose is to champion, mentor, and support each other in and out of the workspace. Here, we bring community together to share experiences and make us feel just a little bit closer to one another. Women in Industry is officially launching on International Women's Day. This year, we're launching the podcast Fireside Chats, an intentional nonprofit and advocacy work to support women globally. To kick off our session, let's see who we have here. I'll go first. My name's Leah. I'm a strategist on the Casper account in the New York office, and I've been at Vayner for a year, a little over a year and a half. All right, and I'll pass it to Katie. My name is Katie Haller. Uh, I've been at Vayner for a little over four years, which is I feel like Vayner years are like dog years. It's like you like double it. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. People are like, whoa, you're a veteran. <laughs> you are. You're yeah. an OG. Um, I've had many titles. I started as a copywriter slash community manager, then creator, and now I'm a CCA, which contextual creative accelerator. I will pass it to Noelle. Hey, I'm Noelle Akova. I'm a creator on TikTok and TV right now. I have only been here on the flip side for eight months. Started out as a creator resident for the first three, and now I'm a creator. Super excited about it. Passing to Fran. Our lives have been so much better with you in it. I just want everyone Agreed. to know that. <laughs> and it feels like you've been here forever, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Francisca Pugh. I'm an account director over at Vayner LA, and I have been here for a little bit over a year and a half, I think, now, too. Yeah. Um, and I'm really lucky because my accounts have spanned globally. So I had a chance to work with the UK office, of course, with New York and LA. So it has felt really like a huge family, which has been super, super awesome. That's awesome. So as we get started, we have a few questions that we just wanted to discuss, which I think is really nice, especially as we kick this off and as we kick off our intention and really bringing together this community feeling. Um, so first things first, yes. who at Vayner inspires you? Well, I can go first. Um, I really feel inspired f by Claude Silver, yes, um, mm -hmm. our chief heart officer. Um, I just love her ability to really emotionally connect on another level. Every time I encounter her, every time she speaks, I remember I too, um, Noelle started in residency. When she, yes, I was a PCS resident, um, and when she first came on, I remember just instantly feeling connected. She made even, you know, the men and the women on the call feel so connected. And we just, I remember like, I started like tearing up just hearing her cry the first time and just seeing a woman in such high power tap in every day to her emotional side um, and the feelings that we carry outside of work and in our work days is just super inspiring to me and something that I also want to emulate as I build in my career. Yeah, the, on my first day of work, we had the onboarding and she said, I want you to bring your most authentic self to work. Yes, exactly. And that has changed my life yes. because literally at work, like I'll cry, I'll laugh, I'm, I'm being my full self. And I think that's what's been my superpower, just yeah. getting that permission. Yeah, that's interesting. So she has an effect on all of us, I would oh say. God, I feel like yeah. everyone yeah. nodded their heads. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because there, there's so few places that like, HR cares more about the actual people than they do like the productivity of the company. A lot of places operate like, let's not ruffle feathers because mm -hmm. it's gonna be a whole thing. Like she just genuinely wants everyone to feel okay and 
like I've had multiple moments where it's like I sent her an email and I know how busy she is and I'm like she replies and is like let's set up you know like she has always cared and yes. like Gary too like like there have been moments where I was like I can't believe he responded to that email like mm-hmm. they're really tapped in and there's they, there's a million things that they could be doing and um, I can't imagine like how full their inboxes are at all times but like they really are there for people. And now that you're talking about her email, this got me thinking, I don't know if you've ever received, I mean, I think we all have from Claude an email, but um, her like signature, it's like this email was sent with like good vibes or something. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't it, notice that. Oh my God, it's like at the very bottom. Yeah. And it just makes me smile every yeah. time I see it. Yeah. And it's like not a surprise, but I love it. And I'm like, should I copy that? But I love, yes. I love it. I love it. Why is it important to mentor and support other women? I can start because I when I started, we had the championship program, which I'm really glad that we're bringing back because it was like huge for me because I I think I had a I had a confidence like shift, I guess, Mm -hmm. where I came in and I was sort of like like I had built up my creative gut in um, my previous company, but I was a little like shaken up by like how. I got laid off like very abruptly and I sort of, you know, had a whole summer of applying to places and I just felt like, okay, I'm not qualified anywhere and Vayner was the only place that like cared about my actual strengths. They were like, all right, your resume is fine, but like tell me about this thing that you didn't get paid to make. You know what I mean? That's like when I interview creators now, that's what I look for. I'm like, are you passionate about stuff that you aren't told to do? Because that's going to be an indicator of like, you know, get the give a fuck energy that yeah, like yeah. Rob always says is like, that's the sign of it. But just like navigating, like speaking up for myself or um, yeah, just like any, you know, just having that mentor. So I was paired up with Melissa Brody, who's yeah. like, you know, very high up on Strat and she's a genius. Like, mm-hmm. and she's just, her energy is, she is like, every time you sit down with her, she's just like your hype woman. Like it's, amazing and yeah it's just it was just really really helpful so we would just have a monthly like check-in and it's like what's going on can I help you navigate anything and like it was like you're like a work therapist kind of yeah was how it I I love that and I think that you talking about your confidence shift is something really interesting because I feel like I've experienced it myself I know now you've been here over four years but when were you um when were you assigned Melissa as your mentor in the championship program? And would you say that those conversations helped accelerate your confidence? Yes. I think that like I have a guilt complex and I always think that I've done something wrong and that I'm like, mm. you know, if Me I, too. yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> sort of feeling like afraid to feeling like everyone is thinking that I've messed something up when yeah. in reality, like there's, we're thrown like this, you know, VVM moves really quickly. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to shift and do other things and it's just a matter of like communication. But I used to get overwhelmed and then not say something and then I would think, oh no, everyone thinks I'm irresponsible. It's like, that's just like old shit from the past that I have like this fear that everyone thinks that I don't have my shit together. Yeah. Sometimes I don't, but you know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But she was just like, she really reminded me of like what everyone else saw. Okay. And that would, like, really ground me if she's like, I know you think that, but, like, no one else is seeing that. And, like, mm-hmm. here's what you bring. And just, like, reminding me, 
like, oh, yeah, like, this team is lucky to have me. You know, like, just yeah. that yeah. that mindset um, was just so helpful. Yeah. Now, Ellie, how is it for you? Because I feel like as a creator, you're always putting yourself out there. And, like, you're really vulnerable and you're literally creating things for other brands and other people. For me, just, like, a little bit of background is – I'm someone who came from like an Asian family where it's like you do not speak up, you do not advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm. You Same with British people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. You just kind of like keep your head down, keep it low. You're and any sort of ideas that I've ever had, it's like it's not worthy to be like mm. spoken. Yeah. To be honest, and that's something I've had to like overcome over time. And being in a new office, um, even though I seem like very like loud and energetic and outspoken. Um, sort of getting that permission from like other women who are Mm. in a a higher power than me has really made me feel like I can really be vulnerable and speak my truth through my creative. And that's, and being who you are in creative is everything, Yeah, you know? Not to hype up men in this company, but, (laughs) 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 but they are very supportive. Like I had, I remember like Mike P was a huge confidence builder for me and Rob, like, Mm I remember mm-hmm. having like ideas that no one else trusted. Mm-hmm. And I I think it all goes back to also how like Claude and Gary, they don't want people to act like there's a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. to me, the best leaders are the ones that feel like you're just riffing with them. Like yeah. I, I forget a that Crajan is a GC. I was about to say Crajan is somebody who you know, champions it's just my like, ideas too. And even on like your side, like account and strat, it's yeah. like you guys, you guys have always approached creators like we all we are coworkers. We don't work for each other. Mm-hmm. We work together. You We're know, partners. And Good. and yeah, just having that like being able to just slack like your GCD yep. and just like riff ideas and have them be like, fuck yeah, that's hilarious. Go for it. Like yeah. that's that was a huge thing for me because yeah. then I could go into the team and being like well Mike P said it was good yeah <laughs> well it's also very funny you say that because I feel like Gary always tells us you know whoever's normally higher in hierarchy is older in age mm-hmm. he always encourages everyone who's higher to learn from mm-hmm. the newbies yeah. and I feel like even a year and a half in I'm trying to like flex that muscle and just get in the habit of learning from everyone knew because everyone has something new to bring to you know a creative perspective to the team everything i was gonna say like our residents i think are like the most valuable people at Mm -hmm. this agency and i always laugh because you know we have like madison for example on durax and now Mm -hmm. Ticketmaster. she's incredible and she inspires me every single day and she helps me learn so much Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't know that if i didn't take the time to get to know somebody else right but but i think two pieces that just came to mind it's one partnership right you said hey like we don't work for one another i'm not going to be here hey katie do this for me no we're in this together. Hey, client said this. Here's how I'm thinking about going about it. What do we all think together? Mm-hmm. And I think That's building yeah. strategic yes. partnerships and like working with one another and coming up with a solution on an integrated standpoint is the best that we can all do, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But I think too, it's hard sometimes because one, I think like I don't always know who I am. Like I don't always feel like I have the strong sense of self. And in my career, even in college and grad school and like professionally, when I've had women mentors, yeah. like 
they left me like literally like they we would go to coffee one day and they would never email me back or they would never text me back or they would just be like oh like this is really nice but like I'm quitting and like this was like great to meet you but whatever like we're kind of done here as soon as I joined Vayner Lisa Buckley Mm, my one true love within a few months she knew that I was involved in like some of our like nonprofit and community stuff in in LA and she was like hey like there's this girls Inc. event like do you want to come with me and she invited me and I met some of her friends and we went together and it was the biggest thing for me because I was like she's like we had barely had a conversation then she showed up she saw me she like knew my interests and I was like wow like she actually cares and every single day in the office if there's a new person if there's a guest she's like hey you're new what's your name she is a huge part of or yeah she's the huge reason that um the LA office has the vibe that it does like Mm -hmm. even the way that and it's not it's not that like the New York office doesn't have that. It's just mm-hmm. we're huge. Yeah. We have so many. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and it's been around longer. So we've got people that have been here for four years or two years or one year. Whereas LA was like in the span of like a year, you mm-hmm. guys really built up. And now it's like adding and yeah. whatever. But like you guys kind of all started together. And so it was like we're all growing this office at the same time. But, mm-hmm. you know, she like seeing how you guys how well you guys know each other. Like I, after being there for two weeks, came back and was like, we gotta hang out more. Like this is, you know what I mean? We're like a family. And even the way that you got like, just, um, you know, Danny and I being CCAs, like Landon and Josh just and Ahmed setting up, just like, hey, we just wanna get to know you before we like start going into, you know, briefings and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And like you bringing us into the WhatsApp, like we would not be where we are if like those things didn't happen first. Like Mm -hmm. those things set the foundation for you to be like, okay, let's go with FYP, you know? See, that's so interesting because I feel I, now I'm like, wow, I need to meet Lisa Buckley. I still haven't had a (laughs) one-on-one with her, so I need to do that pronto. But when you were just talking about the connection and the way she makes people feel welcomed right away when they're new to the mm-hmm. office, I feel like that is so huge. And Katie, like introducing you to the text threads and putting you right away, building those personal connections before you even get to the client work is so massive because it it really, men and women, anyone benefits from that. It yeah. makes you feel welcomed, gives you the confidence to speak up and already you're not trying to like walk on eggshells yeah. and yeah. navigate it. You yeah. just instantly feel like, we're human here. There's yeah. that human connection. And just saying hi to someone goes a long way. Yeah. Like, I feel like we pass so many people. Like, our New York office, it is filled with a lot of people that we normally, you know, we don't know every single person. Right. But a simple hi, yeah. you know, connecting in the kitchen or wherever we may be, it's awesome. And it goes a long way because then when you get to the work, the work comes out so much better. Yeah. yeah. Like, communication and that, like, connection that we build is key. And it makes you feel good because it goes beyond the deliverable. Yes. It goes beyond yeah. the media, but it goes beyond the video that you have to do. It's like, oh, no, we created this together. Yes. I can be proud of this. Yeah. yeah. It's rewarding. Yeah. It feels really good. So I want to talk about leadership because I think we're often told, like, you have to be independent, don't have feelings, son of emotions. It's weird to cry. It's weird to do all these things. You have to be strong. You have to kind of overcompensate for so many things. Is leadership important? Do we have to be leaders? Do we have to be boss babes? Do you even like the term boss babes? Mm. I personally cry frequently. (laughs) (laughs) So many people at this company have heard me cry. (laughs) You guys included. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I'm like seriously such a sap. Like I just like a gust of wind and I'll be bawling. But like (laughs) I think and I think a lot of like Claude I think is huge Mm -hmm. with that. Like she always talks about how like being vulnerable with your emotions doesn't it's not like 
being like stone cold is not synonymous with like a leader. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And like, so that has made me feel like safer here. You know? Yeah. Being like, I'm a, I'm literally just a highly sensitive personality type. So I've got to figure out how do I lead when I know that about myself. And that could be a good thing too. Yeah. 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 Well, I think that's a superpower because leading with our emotions but also okay so obviously there's a balance between the two I don't want to say lead with our emotions because yeah. we may take us crazy places but to tap into them and you know acknowledge that they're there and not feel like I have to you know close them out because I'm at work just makes me feel so much more I guess myself yeah. like you know yeah. how you were saying earlier connecting to your truest self and like that self-identity it's like all of Leah's here. And I love that when I can, when I am stressed, like there are moments where I am stressed and I just want to cry. Something happened in my, you know, personal life, whatever it may be. The news was heavy. I feel like we've all been experiencing oh God, this. Yeah. Like it just, it affects us and it's not something that we should shut out. And women specifically, I notice this a lot in my personal life. We have this ability, ability to connect with our emotions, feel them. And it's not something that we should ever feel is a weakness yeah. it really is our power and it's something that if when infused into the work and brought to your everyday um professional life it really makes i think really strong leaders and when you said boss babes earlier i love that term but for me what it means is who i look to and like really look up to and want to like learn from and emulate what they've done is when they are real and those emotions are spoken about and they talk about the struggles the not easy yeah. times but it feels relatable and in a way that you know even if you're 20 years into your career I still can relate and I think that's really what we're trying to do here yeah. is build something that as you're listening it's something you can apply to your current position no matter where you are resident you know five years in whatever it may be but yeah, I think I went on a tangent there, but those were a lot of my thoughts that I needed to share. My yeah. neck is hurting from nodding so much. <laughs> You're good. Going off of that, I think vulnerability yeah. is like a superpower. It's a, it's a strength. And if you're able to make somebody feel more understood and less alone in the world, that's that's everything. And especially being like, just being like a woman, oftentimes it's like you have to hide who you are and try to like, I don't, I, I don't really know how to explain it, but it often feels like you have to just be like that extra bit of strength to like be on the same like pedestal as men. And yeah, the yeah. reality is like we don't. I think that like being who you are and resonate will resonate with with other people. And if we can just all feel less alone in the world, that's like everything. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> so sweet. So, you know, when we think about this podcast and we think about the initiatives that Women in Industry is planning for this year, right? Mm -hmm. The main goal of it is to reach women at Vayner, right? To be seen, to be supported, to mm -hmm. talk about some of the issues and some of the ways in which we might not even feel supported right now, mm -hmm. right? What are some of the barriers that you've seen and experienced here? I would say talking from personal experience, um, I think it was a shift in the way that I um, navigated work um, and relationships. I sought them out now, like instead of letting them come to me, mm, I nice. take the initiative and I realize that 
that makes such a difference because you're never burdening, cut that, burdening (laughs) anyone. It's really that, um, you know, 15 minutes on someone's calendar goes such a long way. And I really like to talk about things that aren't the work when you have that one-on-one time because knowing what makes someone, you know, tick in like a good way and just, you know, get spikes their passions that like really helps tremendously in what we do here and talking about people and like your personal life. uh, Yeah. Like it and allowing that to happen at work makes it just more enjoyable. And I think that um, going back to your question, yeah, just proactively seeking opportunities to connect with people here. We have so many amazing people. And I think it's just that's the shift that I've seen in myself Mm -hmm. um, is what's, you know, it's no longer a barrier. It's just a shift in how I approach Mm -hmm. um, meeting new people. And yeah. And I I think that's, this is like such a cliche sentence, but it's like, if the pandemic taught us anything. (laughs) 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 But I, I do remember feeling like, you know, it was like we were so used to being in the office like five days a week, which now seems like asinine. I can never do, never do. I love Vayner, but like, no. Um, but I remember just like missing my coworkers and feeling like, you, you know, just feeling like really isolated. And um, I started to now like coming back, take more time. Like there's always some other work you can be doing, but mm-hmm. like forging relationships is part of the job and like I've heard Claude say that like carving that time out Mm -hmm. you know what I mean it like because it it does impact how you do your job and just like even future things you know like like Danny and I are partners because he like we met at like some random like Halloween thing and we were like the only people dancing and then he was doing a music Aww. video and I was like sure I'll help out and like now we're a partner you know what I mean yeah. so like yeah. even th- something like this you know mm-hmm. and like the like the pairings up of people um you don't know what will, it will lead to yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I like that what you said about resetting too because I think we're taught to rush through things we're taught to find solutions immediately and to go to the next mm-hmm. best thing taking a pause and saying, can I reset? How does this align with my values? How does this one 50 minute conversation help in my long-term goal? Because honestly, like it doesn't have to be about the brand. Yes. The brand goals are important. Yes. We're trying to build business results, but like most importantly, we're trying to build community here at Vayner because that's, what's going to get us that longevity. That's what's going to get us the innovation. That's Mm -hmm. what's going to get us the next level. Yeah. I have a question for you. Oh, yeah. So I love this. One thing that I think is, was like really stood out to me about you is there were like was so much fun but it was not the smoothest like uh, you know what I mean there was a lot of having to like reset and and with clients that were they were tough and like Mm -hmm. there were a lot of like stressful moments and I think like one of the signs of a really good leader is just not letting that trickle down Mm -hmm. because energy like I feel it I Mm -hmm. like whenever I get off a call with someone who's frantic. I'm so sensitive that I yeah. am now yes, on edge. It travels through yeah. the screen. And yeah, it's just like, then everybody feels like they're panicking. It's like mm-hmm. the stakes are like, and it's not that the stakes are low, but like it's not life or death. Mm-hmm. And yes. like, it, you know, and Gary always says that, like we're not like curing cancer unless mm-hmm. you're on St. Jude. But like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not like, 
sometimes it is a matter of just like resetting with the clients and like yeah. checking in with like the creators and how they're feeling. So mm -hmm. you're just very mindful of like how your energy or how like other frantic energy <laughs> would go down. But like that's got to go somewhere. So like do you ever yeah. find yourself just being like, fuck my life and then like getting on a call <laughs> and being like, hello everyone. <laughs> like Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Rebecca Conrad was my supervisor at the time. So incredibly amazing, wonderful, such a superhero for me personally. Um, because I do have those moments and I do freak out and I am a super anxious person and I, mm -hmm. I do have my like, ah, what is happening moments. But I think I just remember like, I am so grateful to be here and I am so grateful to work on these problems. Like we literally, mm. our job is to be inspired and to inspire other people. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think when you root yourself in that, I'm like, I am so lucky to work through this problem. I'm so lucky to work on a client problem and partner with them on it. Yeah. I'm so lucky to have a real conversation and say, you know what client, like I know this is a really difficult conversation. I know you really want this, but like, can we just take a step back and look at the bigger picture? Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what my team is saying. And I think when you take that moment and you just look at the longevity in the future, I think it just changes the conversation because it doesn't have to be stressful. But even that is very strong because yeah. it's not that e – like, it, to me, that's a scary conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's um, – I'm still building that muscle mm -hmm. of, like, yeah. like staying in my um, – zone of what I yeah. feel is right to a client that is doubting it yeah. is a really hard thing to yeah. like not back down on. Yeah. Um, it's hard and you're going to yeah. lose some, right? But you taught me that, right? Mm. Working with you, partnering with Joshua I love Goodman. when I teach people things I can't do you're like, yeah. <laughs> no, but, but I think it's about like, Matt Sinema always says this, are you on the right side of history? Right. Yeah. And so I think it's like when you part, when you are so close and you partner and you're so integrated with your strategy team, with your creative team, and you're like, Ahmed or Joshua, hey, I'm seeing this in the comments. Here's how I want to respond. I'm working with you on the creative piece. Here's what we're, how we're thinking about it. I think when you're fueled by that, you have so much ammunition and there's not just one answer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We can problem solve together. Hey, client, what do you think? Well, I'm kind of thinking about this way. Great, let's compromise. Yeah. And I think you like build, like I talk about like a piggy bank. I, I think I told you, Noelle, yeah. about this the other day. You have this invisible piggy bank and you keep putting coins in it, right? You're like, oh, this is really great. We're compromising, whatever. And sometimes you take coins out if you ever need them, but it's always like abundantly there. But I think you just work together. You're coming up with the right solution you're gonna win some you're gonna lose some but like what are you fighting for yeah you know yeah. going off of that um so I've heard sort sort of like jaded sort of comments here where or not not here at this table <laughs> but um within the workplace like oh we're just doing advertising it really doesn't mean anything but what we're really doing is as a creative we're putting out videos that will resonate with with a literal viewer with someone on the other side and if we look from the lens of a viewer like just for me personally, it's like all I want to do is create videos that will that will make somebody feel less alone, whether it's sentimental, wh whether it's funny. Either way, it's just making somebody feel less alone in the world and mm -hmm. feel understood and accepted is where I'm at, where I'm coming from. And so from that lens, like if a say like if a client uh, like doesn't agree with like an idea that we have, but we know it will resonate with another person on the other side of that screen yeah. like I think that's worth fighting for totally. it's worth yeah. fighting for the person on the other side saying hey that we know that this audience really really loves this it's going to make them feel less alone in the world like that's something to yeah. fight for and I think from that lens like what we do is actually really important because we're affecting another like human life even right. if it's just like a brand we're yeah. being asked to yeah. do yeah. yeah, you know, think, we're not being yeah. asked to like make ads, ads. Yeah, but I find it so interesting, Noelle, how you're like, I want to make 
someone feel less alone. And whether that's through humor or, you know, it's a sensitive piece of content, whatever it may be, I love that that's like your intention behind what you create. Because mm -hmm. I think that it's it's gonna come out of the screen no matter, you know, yeah. Yeah. what. Yeah. Like as long as that's like one of, that's like your key ingredient, right? Yeah. To yeah. Um, every, piece of work you make. I think that's so special and it's very emotional. <laughs> Thank you. So as we're wrapping this up, for the people that are listening, what can they do today to reset? Um, I think that it goes back to what you said earlier, Fran, about shifting the way that you look at things that happen in your life. Instead of having them happen to you, they're happening for you. And I think that that's what makes you such a great leader and able to streamline communication. Um, but specifically for anything, whether it's you know work or personal life, if there was something bad that happened to you um, before listening to this podcast or if it happens after shifting the way of thinking and thinking how can I make this something that you know ignites me or I can benefit from and viewing it as an opportunity to just you know emphasize the gratitude that we feel and show up as better humans and we'll essentially make you you know you'll attract a lot of good to happen um, but also just be better humans um, stronger women and learning from every experience that happens to us. But does anyone else have anything? To me, I think um, another thing you sort of touched on, and it's like this this phrase can be taken in a toxic way, the like just happy to be here mentality where you like don't stick up for yourself and you like don't advocate for like more pay or like whatever you're worth, you know, yeah. all that stuff. But I find that um, just shifting, like, because you can get into like, the, the blaming clients and the, I don't feel like doing this and then just being like, oh yeah, like I'm actually really lucky that this is the thing that I'm bitching about and then it makes me stop bitching about it. I love that. You know, yeah. and it, it's just sort of like zooming out um, and then also realizing like we are very lucky in that this company really does give a shit. Yeah. So mm -hmm. like it is on you to, if you're really unhappy on your team, I've been on teams that were not the team for me and that is fine. I never felt like I don't like Vayner, but I've been on teams where I was like, it's not a, a brand fit or like personality wise. And it doesn't, yeah. it's not a flaw in you and trust that like you can speak up and say something and, and you know, they will, you know, it may not happen tomorrow, but like they will put you on a path to like resolve it. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, yeah, just don't sit in that negativity and feel like you can't do anything about it. And then on my end, like, so right now I'm in like the New York office. It's a brand new environment. I've only been here for like eight months and yeah. it's all kind of like scary. And I'm on a podcast apparently. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I wasn't expecting that. Um, and for someone who actually is very nervous to like speak her opinions, I think anyone who feels- Someone who like flies from the city. <laughs> I was a circus performer. Oh my God. <laughs> I'll do that on the next podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Circus performer. Um, but uh, I think for, for me today and for anyone who has like, who is nervous to like speak up and like advocate for themselves, um, I think just like honing in and giving yourself permission to take up space mm -hmm. and voice your opinions is so important. And I think maybe like reach out to those like around you who are like leaders and like champions yeah. of your ideas. I'm going to shout out to people because like they're like amazing women in my life. So 
Chelsea Ontiveros. She's uh, an ACD in the LA office, and she's someone like I'm on a like this is insane, but like I'm on a pitch for right now, and it's my very like first pitch to a new client, and I like, and I was like so nervous to like give my ideas because mm -hmm. I'm I'm like new basically, and I like put out all of these ideas, and one of my ideas is gonna be like pitched to the client. That's awesome. And so cool. and I was like. And I was like telling her and being vulnerable. I was like, oh my gosh, like I was like so scared. And she's like, no, your big ideas, obviously, like you should always like speak up, always. Yeah. yeah. And then um, Christy Sotelo is like another, I'm Filipino. Mm -hmm. And um, seeing another like Filipino strong ass woman in leadership here at the company and her being like another champion of my ideas and everything. Um, so reaching out to people who are like leaders yeah. that mm -hmm. you look up to that like, and, and, and this might sound so corny saying this, but like um, if you can't see it, then like sometimes you feel like you can't be it. But like having yeah. like Christy, who's another strong ass Filipino woman, like yeah. my height, and she says fuck all the time. Like she's, she's like, yeah. she's just so badass. Um, seeing her in, in a You know who inspires the fuck out of me? Brittany yeah. Diamond, also 4'11", yeah. not a coincidence. <laughs> she's 4'11"? Yes. Short queens. Yep, yes. short queens. Short queens. Oh, but her she is a phrase that I think is like a really good like every woman should take this away today. And it's just like be annoying. Because women are always told we're annoying. And if it's just like, sure, I don't fucking care. I'm going to follow up like yeah. and not being afraid yes. to like if it's like it really helped me just be like if someone thinks I'm annoying. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like she, you can't slip anything by Brittany. Like she yeah. will, yeah. she will be like, "Why didn't this happen, guys? Uh -huh. If we can't do this, then blah blah." And it's like that's why she is where she is. Like yeah. CCA role exists because of her. Mm. She's great. Yeah, mine's quick. Eat lunch. If you don't eat lunch, put your laptop away. Take thirty minutes to yourself. Chew your food. Actually digest it. Drink some water. Take time for yourself. Oh my god, I love that too. Oh my gosh, I don't <laughs> eat lunch. <laughs> I need to eat lunch. You're eating lunch today. I'm eating lunch today. <laughs> today. You're eat lunch. <laughs> okay, so what did we learn? Be annoying. <laughs> yeah. um, Be annoying. That's reach it. out to people. Sign up for the championship program and the women in industry. Mm -hmm. um, get involved. And yeah, did I miss anything else? Join our Slack group. Yeah, yep. join um, Slack. We have a membership with almost 300 women right now. Come join us. We're going to have probably monthly or bi-monthly meetings. We're here for you. Mm -hmm. Let us know if you need anything. Yeah. And it's not a burden. It's not yeah, a burden. Like You're not a burden. Mm, Be, yeah. annoying. Be annoying. Be annoying. And on that, we'll catch you in the next episode. Yes. Yes. Woohoo. Bye. Bye.